hi speaking of which hi good evening everyone welcome to holy crap the vlogcast the vlogcast that comes from a skeptical point of view to answer some of the questions of why vlogcast started as a combination of spite and the streisand effect because we can't stop talking about stuff even though i say look we're going live we're going live now nah, we just we just step all over each other because we're we're that's the kind of people we are all I ask is just for a simple dress rehearsal. You keep asking, you know, you're still not going to get it. Yeah, I know, I know. Part of this is to follow through with the old dress rehearsals. Part of this is to follow through with the old adage: sometimes the journey is more important than the destination. I'm your main host. I'm known as Shujin Tribble all over the place. You can find me pretty much everywhere under that S H U J I N. Oh God! Can you tell what kind of a night it's going to be? I'll tell you why. I'm kind of um, I'm kind of wired right about now. I've got a I've got a sugar buzz going on. Like I said, I'll tell you why in a minute. I'll tell you why in a minute. Let me go ahead and introduce you to everybody uh, from the Midwest of the U.S., somewhere where it might still be not quite that cold. Bridget, good evening. Good evening. Uh, from uh, Pittsburgh, where if it's anything like it is over here, it's kind of rainy and not quite frigid. Joey, good morning. You won't hear me complaining. No, I can't say as a blame you. And from across the water over to Pittsburgh. Sorry. It's going to be one of the... Care, care to you, uh, rethink that one because... <laughs> See, the problem is I was thinking to myself, Paris, Paris Island. That's the... that's the. No, I shouldn't talk about the jarheads. Ah, oh, damn it. Who am I supposed to be? Damn it. It's going to be one of those nights. From Paris, France, across the water... In the mainland of the EU, where there isn't a Frexit going on, fortunately. Joseph, good morning. Good morning. God damn it. It's going to be one of those. Okay, so let me explain to you what's why I'm the way that I am right now. Besides the other stuff that you guys know about. Uh, tonight was my kids, well, the second to last school play. And they're doing Mamma Mia. And they had the cast rap party, although they still have a matinee to do tomorrow. And there is a lot of uh, there's a lot of food over there. And by food, I mean sugar. I mean cookies and donuts and more cookies and more donuts and cupcakes and um, cookies with multicolored uh, M and M's and and uh, pre what, what's the what's the expression pre vodka apparently in bags so you know potato chips like crazy and drink of all kinds of carbonated fructose intoxicant so i have just a little bit of a sugar rush going on because i had coffee from tim hortons and i had a, a honey cruller and i think i may have just sipped a little bit too much yeah <sighs> So it's been one of those nights, and I, I literally got home 10 minutes ago, when normally I would have been here and setting up everything a half an hour before show. Oh, no, no, no. 10 minutes to set up, and that was it. So consider the show Detox. Yeah, <laughs> good luck on that. So, hi, everybody. If you're uh, if you're watching live, of course, first, uh, enjoy my pain tonight, because I'm going to have a sugar crash at some point, I'm sure. But, of course... Thank you for joining us. If you're watching live, there is a chat feature somewhere on your screen. I don't care where it is. Feel free to enjoy it and uh, and and have fun talking to this. Uh, Stephanie, I know that you're over there. I know that some people are kind of wondering, okay, what's going on with this whole daylight savings? Move your club. Yeah, it doesn't happen until after the show is over. 
So, yes. I, I woke up an hour too early. Um, which means 4.30 here. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm sorry for that part. I'm not sure who to blame. Uh, aliens. It was aliens. Sure. Yeah, we'll go with that. I don't <laughs> care. Um, we'll I'm go with the British to Rail. I'm no on that one because if there is that intelligent life out in the universe, they've already seen us and decided, yeah, fuck that noise. And there it goes. <laughs> Thank you. Red You're flag welcome. right on the open. You know, nice. nice. <laughs> oh, maybe they'll be by after the show. Yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. So, by the way, uh, I <laughs> you gotta you gotta have a you gotta have fun with this one. I do have a drink for tonight that I did pick up. This is Steel Reserve Two One One. I have no idea exactly what this is, except that it says that it is slow brewed for exceptionally smooth flavor, high gravity lager. And the only reason why I got it is because it was at one of the gas stations in town. Granted, it's a small town that I've got in the get rid of it rack for 79 cents. So I figured... Why not? For under a buck, what can I do? What can I do wrong? Does that have anything to do with Steeler beer? I have no idea. Mm, I have some very bad memories of a Christmas when I was 13 years old. Yeah, but it's the beer my uh, my parents had left outside the house because nobody wanted to drink it. So. <laughs> okay, see, there, there's, a, there's a difference. See, out here, this time of the season, if somebody leaves beer outside the house, it's because it's cold. And that's just a very simple way of keeping it cold. Yeah, mm. Buffalo in the middle of winter, what are you going to do? Oh. Which, by the way, it's above freezing and it's raining. So I'm really looking forward to when it dips under freezing again today. Uh. Yeah, we'll see how that plays out. Anyway, so I will literally crack open the cold one. And, um, oh, it is very pale. You know, I just might join you in that sentiment. It's, the um, the, the cold one, not the pale. <clears throat> it's, um, how's this going to work with the sugar buzz? I don't know, but, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, Bridget. I know yeah. I'm probably gonna be uh, really, really in trouble for asking this one, but uh, look at the color of this. Uh, uh-huh. That's a, that's an unhealthy urine color right there, isn't it? Uh, you need to drink more water. <laughs> well, hold on, hold on, hold on. With the amount of fluid that is present, that would be a, at best, a mild case of dehydration. Well, yeah, but he needs to drink more water. True. Yeah, let's 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 drink, just keep that in mind. Drink water before I have to pop the saline. I I I find the bubbles in it a bit worrying. Ah, <laughs> uh, you know what? Considering that it's got that uh, that uh, that foam at the top, uh, yeah, you know what? I'm I'm right there with you. Well, when you're dehydrated, that does happen. You know what? I don't think that I really want to be thinking about that anymore. I'm sorry, I opened up my damn mouth. Uh, what I some, get. But is it any good? 
I don't know. We'll find out. Uh, we'll find out momentarily. By the clearly, way, clearly, clearly, I am the only one here, besides perhaps Bridget, who has had to deal with the horrors of a communal latrine. <laughs> Gross. Oh, hey, I've been there. You know, uh, <laughs> I haven't had to clean them. Um, that's what um, we call burn barrel duty. I've well, been I was there, latrine so. queen. <laughs> Actually, we yeah. just call that duty duty. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll 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 discuss this. We'll discuss this another time. She's just turning red. Why? Uh because I uh, because I'm drunk now. That's why. That's my excuse. Shut up. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna quit that one. Uh, and by the way, tripping. I do see you over there. Hi. So, yay, balmy fifty Fahrenheit, in North Carolina. Uh, I have a gonad that you can uh, suckle on if you would like. So you're welcome. Enjoy that one. I, I, I do go, that. Did I hear gonad? Uh, so let me go ahead and get started with tonight's show <laughs> because we got uh, we got we got stuff to talk about. No, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna end up insulting. Did you know that technically ovaries qualify as gonads? Yes, they yes. do. Yes, yes, stamen okay. pestles also qualify as gonads. Um, which technically which makes the bumblebee just the you know. The third wheel. He's he's the pleasure gimp for the flowers. Oh my god! I just feel bad for bumblebees. Just hey, don't mind me. I'm, I'm everything's just gonna be. F it's okay, little bumblebee. You just go ahead and do your thing. And then you got yellow jackets and wasps. I'll see you in hell. Tell them who sent you. <laughs> I'm just a go-between for you. <laughs> oh god! I gotta I gotta the, find that. I gotta the part of the birds and bee stories they didn't tell you about. <laughs> Uh, the bird and the bees, yeah, except that the birds are T-Rex and the bees don't matter. Wait a minute, I'm kind of, I'm crossing my TV shows here. Okay, we'll move on. That's why the T-Rex is so angry. Yeah, I'll come back to that in a little bit. Let me get started <laughs> so I can get this all going over here. I uh, see how this is going to be. So, with five minutes on the clock... Oh, God, it's going to be one of those nights. Your five-minute freestyle starts right now. Freeze! Oh, God. You know, it's it's that time of the year again. My birthday came up earlier this week. Yes, I, um, I'm i over one Jack Benny old, okay? Just leave it at that. I'm 1.2-something Jack Benny's old. Just leave it at that. The tweet that I sent out about it, by the way, was actually seen by and liked by one of Jack Benny's grandkids. So I was really thrilled about that, but that's not the point. So about this time is when the little one and I go up to Toronto, and that's actually going to be happening next weekend. So because of that, you know, we're not going to, we're very likely not going to have a show because, you know, reasons. We're just not going to be able to do it. But the cool part about it is that it is a fur con. It is a bunch of furries, artist types who get together and, you know, we, we have ourselves a good time. And it's Fernal Equinox. Been going there ever since it started. And it's now into its 10th year. And they had a little thing that was uh, FE2Me. Hashtag FE, the number two, M-E. Because they wanted to find out in one minute, in 60 seconds... What does Fernal Equinox mean to you? And they've got uh, they've got uh, paid admission to next year 
I think is what it is uh, for, you know, a, a serious upgrade to, you know, VIP status or uh, super sponsorship or wh whatever, whatever it is that they're offering up. And I thought about it and I realized that, you know, there, there's a lot you can say in 60 seconds. There, however, are too many things to put into 60 seconds for me. And it was kind of tough for me to try to figure out what to say. And I actually recorded myself on my phone, my previous phone, which, by the way, is uh, I've since upgraded. But I, I tried to just wing it. And I ended up, you know, over time. Uh, all right, all right, fine. Let's try it again. Delete that one. Try it again. Over time. All right, all right, whatever. Okay. And I thought really hard about what it was that I really wanted to say. And it came down to this. 2007 was the first time that I went to a FurCon. I was told to go to Anthrocon in Pittsburgh, the biggest FurCon at the time. It's, it's since been surpassed, but that's okay. But arguably the mecca of furry arts conventions. And like I said in the video, I had no idea going into it that I had 5,000 close warm personal friends that I had just never met before. So a few years later, Fernal Equinox comes up. And it's around my birthday. The little one had never been to. So I figured, okay, let's go. So we went. And we were there for the very first day of the very first con. They were expecting 150 people would show up. They got 300 plus. They ran out of con books. They didn't know what to do with. They told they told the hotel, whatever is your normal budget for bacon, double it. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure, 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 sure. Yeah, yeah, it will be fine. They ran out of bacon. They literally had to get an emergency delivery of bacon because they ran out. And they warned them. So I got to thinking about this. And it finally dawned on me. What does Fernal Equinox mean to me? family you know there is a line from the breakfast club and i can't quote it right now because i i just can't but when they talk about you know who's in what clubs the burnout tells them you know sad and demented but social. I guess in a way we all are, aren't we? It doesn't matter what group we're connected with. We're all weirdos to somebody else, whether we're in the furries or the sci-fi guys or the science nerds or the debate club. We're all just a little bit weird from everybody else. And you know what? I wouldn't have it any other way. It's what makes it interesting. It's episode 252 on the docket, Your Honor. My child's name is Agadaf. 
I, I, I don't know. I was actually trying to figure out if there was some way that I could make a, a, a word out of all that. And I just looked at it for a, about three seconds and said, yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not going to bother. It's not worth it. So it's, uh, it's properly pronounced. I'm, I'm going with that. I don't care. Whatever. And it, it's a combination of a couple of things that ended up happening. Like I said, the SciShow news that ended up coming up about the DNA 4 plus 4, the Hachimoji DNA, which is wow. And a couple of weeks ago at uh, Center for Inquiry, we ended up talking about genetic manipulation and treatments and custom baby building. So I thought this would be a good way of getting away from, you know, the... 24-hour news cycle that's, oh my god, I want to pull what's left of my hair out. And I figured this would be a little bit more entertaining because, wow, when the hell have we actually talked about morality stuff in a, in a reality sense? So, we'll get to that. Joining just in the middle of, uh, of my talking and such, from outside of uh, Mueller Town, Unrenode Tech, good morning. Good morning, everybody. So yeah, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be one of those days. So I did go looking. Unfortunately, at the moment there is no new news on the situation for Reef Badawi. I have nothing that's popped up in my news cycle, which again, all to the norm, which is unfortunate. Which means as of the time of this recording, it is now. Six years, eight months, 25 days since Rafe Badawi was unjustly incarcerated for thought crime. Our hopes, our thoughts are still with you and your family, and we're still hoping. Mr. Whitting. So, as of, uh, as for uh, tonight's drink of choice, uh, I believe it's properly pronounced Chaim. Close enough. That's enough um, for government work. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to go with... Bad thing. It bad is beer. It is beer. Bad things to do after a night of he heavy drinking. All right. So where's this boy we're going to circumcise? You know what? I don't think that's such a good idea, man. That kid, look, dude, look, 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 okay, look. Um, speaking. <laughs> Go ahead. Look, 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 all right, look, I, look, okay. I, I know, I know, I know we're getting paid, paid, paid for this one, but, oh, okay, uh, he's 20. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know if we should do this one. Uh, it's, I mean, pay is good, but I mean, twenty. Yeah, we'll go with that. So, yeah, so, uh, is that beer any good for seventy nine cents? That's what uh, we want to know. <laughs> well, now see, here's the problem. You're about three shades away from Jeff Bridges on that one. Well, I was, I was actually trying to channel. Um, Where's Foster the money? Brooks. Where's the money, Lebowski? Oh, I'm sure it's down there. Let me take it out. Surround the Lebowski. I'm the dude. Yeah, I know. Um, for, you know what? For um, hold on a second. For seventeen cents, though, 
Um, from what I remember of oh boy, we're stuff getting... like no, no. Uh, from what I remember from when my dad uh, would let me have uh, a taste off of beers, yeah, you know, I was a kid. Which, by the way, statute of limitations is over, so it doesn't matter. Whatever. Um, I could, I could see this being, you know, equivalent to, you know, traditional Budweiser. From what I remember, now, admittedly, this is going back uh, uh, thirty-nine years. Uh, so, uh, for th- for, you know what? For seventy-nine cents, I don't think it's bad. I don't think you have to worry about statute of limitations anyway. I'm sh- I, if I remember correctly, isn't there a clause that states that a minor can consume an alcoholic drink, but not they're not a they're not allowed being drunk, and b it is only in their home, on their property under supervision. Uh, I wouldn't no. test it. Yeah, and I, I would go with no because beer parties for high school. You know, uh, serving alcohol to minors, that's usually a bad thing. Again, it's something I wouldn't test. Again, I'm speaking as a former Catholic here. Um, Maybe laws have changed since I was still a Catholic. I don't know, but probably just a little bit. Well, what's changed is basically uh, how readily available information is nowadays. My father had said that he was able to convince his parents because he grew up up in New York uh, that it's okay to cross state lines into Canada and drink there because their drinking age was much, much lower than our own because, you know, they're Canadians, they're more relaxed. And it really wasn't that much lower. (laughs) So he got away with a lot of stuff back in the day that my son just dream about in today's day and age yep well it used to be a thing when i was younger drinking age was lower in mississippi and i lived on the state line so yeah <laughs> dry county not tonight <laughs> yeah true enough so and uh, uh, the youngest uh and I, anyway. I did the beers as a kid too uh mowing along with my dad and such the one flavor I can remember the earliest taste of was uh, Genesee Cream Ale. Jenny Cream Ale. I've heard horror stories. <laughs> For those of you who uh, are unfamiliar with the term dry county, lucky you. Uh, Move to Elizabethtown in Kentucky, and you'll be just as surprised as I was when I uh, first found out what dry county meant. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a wonderful thing. So for anybody that's uh, wanting to keep score, uh, so like I said, here we go. Steel Reserve, two eleven. Uh, f- like I said, it was it was uh, closeout for seventy nine cents, and uh, for what I think uh, a a mass marketed uh, horse piss beer should taste like, uh, yeah, I suppose I suppose it's worth it. So you know, keep that in mind. Meanwhile, for later, I'm over here with my standard, which is, oh come on now. Uh, let's see. How many people are actually always listening to the show? You know, for, for the studio audience. I like my bread bottled. Mm. By whom? By one Arthur Guinness, thank you very much. Thank you. You know, it's like pulling freaking teeth with you, man. I know, I know, I know. That's why I, I said not, 
I'm trying not to plug here, but you know, because you know, I say, oh, I only drink Guinness, and people think I'm snide and shit. No, I just like Guinness. No, you're snide and 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 because that's just <laughs> the way that you also, are. I mean, it's I'll also matter. take a black and tan, but I ain't got a black and tan now, do I? I don't know. It's the weekend. You can do whatever you want. We don't judge you here. No, actually, this I believe is the last bottle of beer that I have in this apartment. So. No more bottles of beer on the wall. Well, not 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 for lack of want, uh, but I've got other shit that I have. To, I've got other things that I have to deal with before. Uh, before, let's see, what, what exactly am I at? Fifty-two days. I have fifty-two days to get this entire apartment cleared out, which has been interesting because I'm just waiting for the police to show up again. That ought to be fun. Because so, I've had, I, I've had, I, I have had my uh, firearms out, cleaning them up. Because instead of just trying to pa- repack them and move them, this time I'm actually just getting rid of most of them. Well, we shall see how that plays out. So, um, for those of you that might be listening and paying attention, yes, I'm going to be formally putting out the word that uh, we're in. We're going to be in need of some co-hosts to come join us very soon uh, because we are we will be down one permanently and Joe will very likely be, well, otherwise unavailable for the foreseeable future. There, Inter- Interwebs aren't exactly a, a major uh, infrastructure focus in my hometown area, mainly because it's really hard to plug a soybean into uh, or a cow into a USB port. But if you can figure it out, good on you. Yeah, there was, I, I forget who it was, but somebody on Facebook had gone ahead and said that they mounted uh, a television to the wall earlier today. And yes, it's exactly what you think. And my answer to that was, dude, if you can fit it in the F connector, more power to you. You don't know what I'm talking about. If you think that I'm saying the F connector, no, look up F connector and you'll see. If you can fit in the F connector. Oh, God, I can't believe I'm about to say this. I'm going to get in such trouble right about now. Needle dick, the bug fucker. Okay, fine. I got that one. Okay, there you go. There you go. So I, I get that one another way. All right. So something something interesting though, uh, Joseph. I'm going to have to get in touch with you, seeing as you're the one over there with all the wacky different outlets. Um, I have in my in my uh, going through of 20 years worth of accumulated junk, uh, I have found all my old power supplies and adapters for uh, pretty much every single plug throughout the world. And seeing as I don't plan on doing any international travel anytime soon. Want to send it to me? I figure you probably could get some more use out of them. Oh, that's quite kind of you. Um, yeah, well, um, if you've la- got anything for France. Because the last time I was in Europe, um, yeah, you could probably travel about fifty miles before you had to figure out a new way a, a new way to plug your freaking computer or phone in. Mm, things are pretty consistent nowadays, I think. Well, this was a while ago, so 
Yeah. I can't. Have, I have to keep reminding myself I'm not a young man anymore. You know, despite sound, myself every just, day, despite sounding like a uh, you know prepubescent teenager, perennially twenty-eight years old. Hey, it's all in the head. Hey, I, I, I got, I got a. Uh, I personally consider it a compliment because I did go to buy a beer the other day and uh, I got carded. Don't think it's such a compliment. Everybody gets carded. Hell, look at me. I get carded. But here's the thing. They immediately said, yeah, I'm going to need to see some ID. I mean, you look like you belong in high school. Thanks. As if if my case of baby face wasn't bad enough. Uh, Fair enough. Anyway. So let's go ahead and and, and uh, talk on this. So let's 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 go ahead and uh, start with high school biology for a second. Bridget, uh, front and center. Uh, organic or high school organic chemistry. How much did you cry? A lot. Can't imagine why. <laughs> Tell the good people why people cry in the middle of organic chem. Because it's freaking hard. <laughs> That's the nicest way of putting it. If 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 you've never looked at organic chem, uh, all you need to know is um, carbon rings, and after that, everything oh, just goes to God. shit. And having yeah. to draw those out, and then after you say one, draw it out, name it, and I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, I've got I've got two organic chemistry textbooks from college that I have had on Craigslist probably for going on three months now. Yeah, not a single call. Can't imagine why. Uh, uh, by the way, uh, for what it's worth, believe it or not, there is actually a company that is currently selling notebook, you know, spiral bound notebooks, mm-hmm. where instead of having straight lines across, it has the hexagonal grids specifically for organic chem folks probably with benzene rings and everything Woo-hoo. well you, well it, it's got the it's got the hexes you know yeah. a, a so you your carbon bonds and all that crap exactly. and i bet you they have big packets of it on sale at every warhammer store i wouldn't doubt it i i i, I only <laughs> just barely get that reference so you know, well done well done i get you there I could have gone with the more obvious one, but yeah. which would have been. Oh, come on, Gygax is rolling in his grave now. I never saw anybody use that. You don't recognize the name Gygax? No, I, I, I do. I do. Okay, I'm, okay. I'm just saying that I, I, I never saw anybody use uh, hex maps for D and D. Well, no, uh, um, but you know, doesn't mean they wouldn't. No, no, no. I get you. I get you. I get you. All good. Well, I see. I see it, but only in like the big maps that you know, like the DMs put out and stuff. Mm. Fair enough. I get you. Anyway, so here's uh, here's the thing. Organic chemistry on Earth. Well, actually, organic chemistry period is based on the idea that carbon is the mainstay of what makes what we consider living creatures. Mm-hmm. And that's a very broad term. 
which means the the high school organic chemistry class is going to get a lot more confusing once we finally, you know, find whatever we're looking for on Titan. Yeah, true that. Mm, not necessarily. Well, it, it well, let's see here. Here's okay. So here's here's where Joe's right. What ended up happening for those of you that for whatever reason just barely skimmed over the information about the episode and didn't look at the well, LinkedIn video hint hint yes, in the show notes. I saw the video. Yes. But I so, did subscribe a rating. <laughs> yeah, which is which is good. So DNA is, of course, what is considered quote unquote the building blocks of life as we know it. It's an incredibly complicated piece of machinery. And it's not wrong to call it machinery, just mm -hmm. at an organic level, at a microscopic or submicroscopic level, I should say. Mm -hmm. uh, it is molecular machinery at arguably the universe's finest that we've seen to date. And it has what we've traditionally referred to as the four base pairs of molecules, which are, well, the, the letters are A, G, C, T. Yeah. Which, yeah. truth be told, I, I completely forgot to double check what the names of them are. Adenine, guanine, cytosine, tyrosine. And funny enough, a lot of people watch the movie Gattaca never picked up on that the movie's name is spelled with those four letters. Uh, to be fair, there are people who have also listened to uh, the Genesis song Abacab and never understood that it was actually telling you the format of the song. A, B, A, C. To be fair, there are still people that think you can take frog DNA, plug it into some amber rejects, and yeah, you know where I'm going with that. I don't. Jurassic Park. Ah, another one I've never seen. They do move in herds. <clears throat> okay, sure. Yeah, let's go with that. So anyway. I, I thought we weren't talking about religion today. We're going <laughs> to... Very... That, that's, that was good. That was good. Yeah, well, that's good. Anyway, so um, the combinations of AGCT mm -hmm. are what comprises standard dna as we know it standard dna of course being the originally thought it to be the triple helix no no double helix okay that that's fine which is a, a little bit different from rna which is not quite the same thing and i've always had a hard time trying to understand what the difference was other than the fact that i know that rna is one strand where dna is two mated strands Yes. Dinonucleic acid and ribonucleic acid. Uh, there's deoxyribonucleic acid. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's what I was going to say. And um, now, as I've understood it, and, and if, 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 if I've got it wrong and, and you do know correctly, you know, please, please correct me. As I've understood it, DNA is what we would typically expect to see in usually either complex cells or multicellular organisms versus RNA that would be in simple, simple celled animals. Like viruses. Which um, 
Well, the the committee's still out on viruses, but there are there are a number of very very uh, basic uh, single cell organisms that uh, utilize RNA rather heavily. Yeah, and but what you'll mean the thing is RNA cannot replicate DNA can. Yeah, and the reason why Joe was saying that um, the jury is still out on viruses is because we're not quite sure where viruses fall under the it's alive, it's not alive scale. It's some kind of funky thing that exhibits both traits or neither trait or somewhere between. Virus, virus is weird. It is dis. It, it it is it is one of those things where people kind of look at it and go, "Yeah, um, that's a that's a that's a biological weapon. It's not an alive thing. Well, it's kind of replicating, so it's it's it, it you know it's kind of a lot. Uh, I don't know. Well, it's it hijacks weird. other stuff to replicate. That's the thing. Yeah. So technically, you could say that it's a parasite, which yeah, would be of. alive. Except well, that it know. doesn't exactly ingest food, does it? No. It's it's an it's a very gray issue simply because while it does meet some of the criteria for life, it doesn't meet all the criteria for life as we currently understand it. As we currently understand it, and that's where it gets really, really bizarre right about here. Which makes fighting viruses a big old pain in the butt. Yeah. Oh, ain't that the case? Because you're not dealing with, you're not always, uh, I should say, you're not always dealing with dealing with the virus directly, because in order to defeat the virus directly, you need a molecular, let's call it a, a molecular stitch ripper to rip open the virus head. Is that is that what the right is that is that the right term for the the typical uh, phage kind of thing with the big lumpy thing and the legs down the other side? I used to know that. Now I can't remember it. Yeah, That's it's it's like yeah, it's it's one of those things. I gotta I gotta find a. a I'm sorry, pick. I never got that big into playing plague ink. Yeah, right. Anyway, so versus. If you're dealing with the virus, Damn usually what you try to do is try to bolster the body's own immune system to try to help repel the effects of. That's that that sounds about the the right way of dealing with them currently. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. I mean, granted, there are there are uh, in the case of uh, bacterial. Uh, infections and such, we have antibiotics. Those are exterior components that we can introduce to the body that will, if not target, at least hamper uh, the activities of the bacteria, making them more susceptible to the body's natural defenses. In the case of viruses, you're, we don't have anything that we can necessarily put into somebody to directly attack the virus. We All we have available right now are vaccines, which is taking inactive bits of the virus, putting it in somebody's body, get allowing the body's imme own immune system to spot it and recognize it in its inactive state so that when they come across an active strain of it, they attack. And I'm actually in the process of trying to find a picture of 
what these damn things look like. And I don't think that I'm going to be able to. Oh, I did find it. Mother of. Okay. Hold on. Well, that looks like. Uh, hold on. I'm, I'm not a doctor, but I did pay attention in biology. Yes. See, the problem is the, the picture that I've got is actually pretty small on my. web browser so i want to put it into its own there we go plus i don't want to uh, i don't want anybody to be uh taking a look at my uh my bookmark bar so there you go uh picture of of there you go virus yep. so the one i've got is uh from a scanning scanning electro microscope Versus the one that Unrenewed Tech has got right now on the screen, which is, is drawn. which is drawn, but shows basically the the overall structure of what it works like. Yeah. yeah, it's basically a needle on legs. Yeah, yeah. So it 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 does what it does. Uh, to be fair, it does it very well, which can be really annoying, to put it mildly. Because you know things like um, sickle cell anemia, if I remember right, isn't that a not a virus? No, it's a mutation in the blood cells. Okay, you're not helping me at all here. If, Fine, if, screw if you. If you need a, if you need a better understanding, if a complex single cell or a multicellular organism could be likened to say uh, a multi-ton hydraulic press, you've got all these different components that you know all do this uh all do a particular job and you know so on and so forth a virus would be the equivalent of a just a sledgehammer it does it does a lot of the same things but just doesn't have as many bells and whistles to it Fair enough. and yeah. uh a yeah i was gonna tell you sickle cell that's a mutation that's actually advantageous in in some respects yes well it helps against malaria which is why it developed. Yes, but as I recall, it also does other not-so-nice things to the like body. Like over here, where you don't have to worry about malaria, yeah, it jacks up your blood, and it clots and causes pain and death and all those good things. Yeah, that 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 that, that, that death thing, thing is one thing. Yeah, that, that death thing is usually a, a bit of a deal-breaker yeah. for most people, I would think. Um, yeah. By the way, uh, Trippin is saying, uh, looks like a mosquito. Um, Florida. I, I, I can understand where you're going on that. Here's a slightly different uh, angle. Oh, wow. That is really creepy. Wow. It, it's kind of like a microscopic... Yeah. It, it's kind of like a microscopic mosquito in reverse. Rather than draining your blood, it just spits all of its internal stuff into your cells and then proceeds to hijack the cells uh, reproductive... Machinery. Well, what yeah. I think is interesting if look where its feet are, right? Yeah. And the feet aren't digging in, but you can see it making little depressions in the cell wall just by making contact. Yeah. And it's like considering how tiny these things are, it gives you a, a well, it gives me a kind of a deep respect for how fragile all that stuff is. And yet somehow here we are sitting here moving and all this and everything supports us because it all works together. 
Yeah, the thing that uh, the thing that absolutely blows my mind is the size scale that we're talking about these things is is positively mind bending. I mean, we're talking about you know end of Ant Man size type stuff. I mean, yeah. minuscule is not even funny. I mean, once you get once you get down to that scale, it's it's just you know we have to change our entire sp- perspective how we look at. Uh, things because once we get down to the like for for example the the atomic scale um if you take the the nucleus of a an atom and you you look at the the electron orbiting around it if you were going to make the the nucleus um the size of uh, say a p uh you wouldn't even be able to see the 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 electron orbiting around it be too far away you can't look at the electron anyway because never mind yeah, well, it's yeah, a field, but, but yeah, whatever. Yeah, which is a, a whole other thing. Because we'll get into Heisenberg another another episode. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> the thing, uh, the thing about this is that like we were saying what we would typically think of as alive, even here on Earth, we've got weird things, man, that kind of qualify, kind of don't. We've got stuff that kind of qualifies as animal. And kind of don't, and stuff that kind of qualifies as plant, and kind of don't. And so you know we've got we've got th- that's this. just our ignorance speaking, our categorization, our need to put things into boxes. And then we have the ones that just say "screw you," break all the rules, freaking tardigrades. Yeah, and what do you call mushrooms? Um, okay. I, yeah. I I call them garbage because I I don't. I don't, eat. I don't eat. I call them an excellent pizza topping. <clears throat> yeah, for somebody else's pizza, which is which is fine. You can you can have that on your on your pizza. That's perfectly fine. Okay. I don't care. Just give Shushan don't. the pineapple. That's that's no 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 no, 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 no. wait wait wait. Oh that's, god no! Hold hold on hold on. It's fine. I will take the pineapple. I will pick it off and I will put it into my Japanese curry because that's my piece. That makes curry so much better. If you don't know, you should you should try it sometime. Japanese. It doesn't belong on pizza ever. It, it it's it's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Besides, what are you worried about? We already go ahead and put you know a fruit slushy on top of pizza anyway. So what's your problem? A fruit slushy? What's a? Oh, you mean pizza sauce? Pizza sauce. Tomatoes are a fruit. Tomato sauce. Pizza sauce. What the? What's, you know, what's fruit slushy? What fruit slushy? No, you're right. Wait, wait a right. second. Isn't tomato a tomato sauce? a fruit? Yes, exactly. That's the point. See, <laughs> intelligence tells you that a tomato is a fruit. Wisdom tells you which kind of salad it goes into. That does not belong in a fruit salad. Well, yeah, kind of. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, right clear, but it's only a fruit salad if I make it, baby. Potato <laughs> <laughs> uh, upside down cake. There you go. Mm. Okay, moving along from this toss topic, <laughs> let's just keep on going over here. Some people caught that. You're my people, you sick bastards. All right. Anyway, so as far as to trying to understand what qualifies as life, that's something that is somewhere between philosophy and biology, and 
is hard for us to really be able to explain what it really is. We have things that we have taken for granted qualify as life. Humans, for one thing, we are an animal, whether you like it or not, we are an animal. We are a mutated gorilla, for lack of a better way of putting it. We are a, mm. we are a mutated ape of right. some sort. Yes. Okay. Right. Yeah. Now, we know full well that there are other animals that are a little mm. on the weird side. For instance, some people would say that kangaroos are basically the cross between a, a deer and a really, really lucky uh, rabbit. Just saying. You just, just, just think about it for a while. And then you got, you know, the weird things. Like you've got the uh, spoon build. Oh uh, God, I forget. I forget what I forget what the hell it was called. The spoon spoon build flamingo, or whatever the hell it was. Some some bird that's got long long legs. And it's got a big wide bill so that it can filter stuff out of the out of the sand. With the you've ugliest got, babies you've ever seen. Yeah, and we know for well that you know you've got uh, you've got um, lemurs who are all kinds of cute, and you know they get on TV every once in a while. You got platypi. Who? Is, is, wait, is it platypi or platypuses? I, I know it's octopus. I know it's octopuses. Look, okay, at this point, it's a mammal that's that swims. I know we're going with this. and has venom. It doesn't matter what the hell you call it; it's just screwed up as hell. Yeah, and then you've got frogs that will intentionally break its leg and use it to bludgeon enemies with, because that's what it does. There are lizards that spit blood out of their eyeballs. Um, there are beetles that intentionally mix noxious chemicals in their own body to make acid. Which, by the way, if you were instead doing that through your mouth, you would be a dragon. Just keep that in mind. Can I throw a wrench into this? Sure. Um, you know, no matter what we are, plant or no, ma no matter how you categorize us, a plant or animal or whatever, um, we're all mechanisms. Agreed. And the DNA seems to be um, almost a programming language. And that in and of itself is a problem because it's not at the same time also this is one of those duality well, wait, things without getting into the categorization game well it, it, it's too late you've already it seems, you've already it seems, the, the it seems to serve that function it stores it, information yeah it's it like building a, it, it, it is a storage system but it, yeah, it yeah, dictates where the block should be built but but understand that it's a constantly changing uh, system. It has the ability to mutate in positive as well as negative means. It has a self-correction system built into it. It is extremely high capacity. So uh, I think uh, the I think the specification said uh, about a gram of of regular DNA could store uh, over 400 million terabytes of data, and that's not including you know punching the synthetic stuff into it to actually raise that number um the the thing is though it's alive in the sense that it's um, functioning it it it, it it right requires energy and a bunch of other stuff 
but um, it life also has a shelf be... life like nothing we have man- that we can manufacture. We have data that's we we've extracted uh, DNA that's hundreds of years old and, and more from things. We don't have hard drives or CDs that could last that long. <clears throat> no, but it seems to be. Um... Yeah, <laughs> it's not just a coding language. It's its own storage system. It's its own um, system of self-correction, which our programming languages don't have. Oh, um, that's not true. Um, because like any, um, they like, don't. Like, like a firmware, a firmware and software, they have. Uh, you know, you can install routines that uh, adapt to different environments. For example, different operating systems. I can make one program that'll work in any platform. And uh, which part of itself it uses depends on the platform it's in. Uh, you're to 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 my knowledge, what you're describing is the programming system referred to typically as Java. No, well, it doesn't have to be Java. It can be any programming routine. So long it has a way of of operating on all that's a different like, piece entirely but anyways a piece of a piece of software or or firmware or whatever you want to call it can can be adaptable too it can be it can detect its environment and uh, adapt to it right now the reason why i i was looking to to kind of steer away from that and i'm, I'm gonna well, i just wanted to, i wanted to say that the kind of the same thing is going on in dna or so it would seem right okay so uh, i'm i'm gonna kind of plop this down there and then we're going to move past it because it, it what i'm going to drop in here is a whole other opportunity for a whole other show because it is just one of those way too many pieces to go down calling calling dna coding programming please forgive me uh, uh, air quotes there for a second you, programming you, is you, hold, 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 hold it hold it hold it calling it programming has way too much baggage because of what the term programming entails. Is there code and instructions? Yes, but calling it programming has way too much stuff into it that, like I said, we're not going to go down into. We will deal with that at another point. But for right now, I want to make sure that we understand that that area is one of those things that's going to take a, a, a while for us to kind of go through. And I don't want so to, don't, I don't want to go through that the categorization boat right now. Right. Not right. right now. So, so we'll call moving. it engineering. How about that? I'm sorry. We'll call it engineering for now. How about that? Um, for but Bridget sees where I'm coming from, I think. Oh, I, I do too. Okay. I do too, but the but see the the, the what we call uh, it doesn't matter. We're talking about the same it, thing. It 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 does because of intrinsic expectations. What? Okay. Because for, oh god, I can't believe I'm gonna. Okay, fine. I will open the door just this far. We have heard too damn many times where the presuppositionalists will use the a program denotes a programmer argument oh that's why no, I didn't... that's why you didn't want to use that right okay. no no but we can just ignore that i think yeah us. we're not we, on that page we're not on that page and we're not even you know 
right, whatever. Right, right. But the, but but see, the 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 fact of you having brought up the term gets into the expectation, which falls into that piece. And like I said, that's a piece that I just don't want to go down any further than that. Uh, yeah, well, point. we can safely discard that for, uh, for the time. Just, for, right, for the no, time being. That notion, anyways. Right. For for, for we're not for talking like about that. Uh, Anyways, oh, I said on, my on. piece. I, I made my point, so I'm done. We're talking no. about replicating building blocks of carbon. Yeah, no matter what you call them. So yeah, yeah, yeah. and function. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm 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 checking over the the group chat a second over here. By the way, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Nebula, hi, and Jonathan, welcome. Um, put a shoe on your head. Uh, no. Shut up, phone. Um, calling it a database. Um, in a in a way, yes, but again, it's one of those things where there's uh, a expectation of who built the database. Uh, again, if, if this you is think of, if, if you want a really simple way to look at it, DNA is the blueprint, and who crafted the blueprint? Again, yeah, but the why, that, whole, why are you so the worried? Blueprints about that? actually created with uh, proteins. Be They're the engines. Okay. They're, all right. All right. Let me, let me, fine. Full stop. Who cares about what fundamentalists think? We Thank do you. because we're going to end up having to deal with it later anyway. Well, let, let me write their, so their nasty we just, mail. We need to get back on topic, people. We, Let's we just do. talk about our thing. We do. So we'll, oh. we'll just, we'll, we'll save that for another show. You know, we'll do it next week. There's not going to be a show next week. Never. Uh, so <laughs> the, the, all right. So the idea that DNA chemically is comprised of four different molecules, four different molecules that bond together in specific patterns that make other chemical reactions end up happening because they are read from that set i'm trying very hard to to be careful as to how i'm saying this as you can probably tell we have four that form base pairs to make the building blocks of amino acids and those amino acids go out and do their thing and they influence how the organic life form builds itself and they go together in a very specific manner. Otherwise, Sorry. you have uh, problems with uh, bad mutations and things like that. Right. Which, sooner or later, that ends up happening because... People have a base pair substitution and then all hell breaks loose. You know. Right. So it, 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 it's one of those things where we don't like it when that happens necessarily. Sometimes we don't care. For instance, if somebody suddenly has uh, kids with blue eyes instead of brown, okay, yeah, whatever. That in and of itself doesn't matter. A blonde hair instead of brown, okay, yeah, whatever. Uh, albinism versus having, um, oh crap, what the hell is it called? Uh, mel mel melanin. That's what I'm looking for. I was thinking melanoma. No, if you have albinism, you are at a higher risk for melanoma because melanin is what's necessary to help protect your skin from 
uh, UV rays, otherwise getting cancer, because yay, cancer. Anyway. And the reason why those things happen is because there is no such thing as error-free replication. Nothing is 100%, even that statement. Because sooner or later, something out there is going to go ahead and do its thing. And I've got an item that will that will tell you that the idea that there is never, ever completely accurate self-replication for cells, the Henrietta Lacks cells. If you don't know about him, see now somebody, 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 somebody uh, put in the in in the chat for me so that I I remember to go ahead and put up the information because Henrietta Lacks uh, was somebody that has never uh, I don't think ever gotten quite the uh, the due that's that's due her that's a whole other thing. Uh, John Hopkins uh, has the uh, her legacy on their website. I just put a link in the uh, chat. Do they? Yes, Excellent. they do. Thank you. I will be. I will be more than happy to make sure that that is in the, the which notes includes a, a YouTube link as well. Excellent, excellent. And um, Stephanie, Stephanie remembers Henrietta. Thank you. I'm. I'm very pleased to hear that. I'm really pleased to hear that. Uh, so we'll deal with that. So, normally speaking, DNA is comprised of four base pairs of chemicals in order to make the helix the the information such as it is that expresses different combinations of amino acids which dictate how uh, a, a cell or an organism self-replicates etc etc ad nauseum okay now what happens when you take four and you add four more which is exactly what happened it took a little bit of work but these these guys and I, I forget who it was that uh, who it was that ended up doing it were able to craft four new molecules that could interact with and be self-replicatable. Yeah, sure, I'm going to pronounce it that way. With standard DNA, which is again the uh, the lettering system that they gave it is uh, PBZS. Before anybody gives me shit that I'm American, not Canadian, shut up. Okay? Zed. You know what? Piss off. I don't care. So they are a new combination that still work with standard traditional DNA as we know it. They had to do a little bit of wiggle in order to get the correct uh, uh, the correct system that unzips and re recodes because some stuff didn't want to quite work right but they were able to figure it out and it worked. Now here comes the problem that we have to be dealing with. We already know using the CRISPR system, how to change DNA, standard DNA now in order to do, um, in order to change out bad DNA sets, stuff that would otherwise cause disadvantageous mutations, shall we say. Genetic diseases. We know how to work with that. We are not 
in any way, shape, or form at this point in medical understanding, um, terribly proficient at it. We are effectively using a club in order to test somebody's um, reflex response on their knee. We're, we're able to do it with, you know, particular cells in a lab environment, but we're not yet at the point where we can use this as a treatment for somebody who ha who suffers from a genetic disease. Although we could, but the problem is trying to anticipate what happens after you do that is nigh on impossible. Yeah. Not quite, but it is nigh impossible currently. Easy easy to do in a lab environment, not so much when you're dealing with a living, breathing, constantly changing human being. Now, to give you an idea as to uh, just how complicated this can be, let us assume for a moment that you imagine a small pond. Not terribly large, but a small pond. And you drop a sizable rock into the water, perfectly smooth, ripples start happening. Okay, we've heard this before. Oh, yeah, okay, okay, fine, sure, yeah. The ripples go out, they, they reflect off of stuff, and they come back and they interact with each other. Right, okay, fine. Did you picture the same type of pond that I did? Because if you pictured one that's perfectly round, I didn't. I pictured... One that has a dock with a boat with a very long section, a dog leg, as a matter of fact. So those ripples, if they could perfectly replicate themselves all the way out and all the way back, those are going to interact in ways that we would have an incredibly difficult time trying to anticipate. Because there's a lot of stuff that interacts. And sometimes it doesn't always interact the way that we expect it to. And sometimes there are interactions that happen that we simply have no way of anticipating. And that's the big problem with DNA. Because it isn't just the pairs. It's also the way that the DNA curls onto itself and bulges in certain ways. And whether it replicates correctly or not, and how it's affected by that. And it is just terribly complicated. And that's the reason why, when we were early on, I was, I was asking Bridget, you know, how much did organic chem make you cry? I mean, seriously, it, it's, it, it's insane. I mean, I va vaguely remember some of the stuff that I went through, and just dealing with it from the the chemistry point of view it's nuts you had to have gone you you had to have gone through some of that and just gone how does anybody actually know this stuff i mean in between crying and and taking tests and going <laughs> oh my god 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 yeah i cried a lot yeah yeah it was very frustrating yeah, and it's it's one of those few times where I can say uh, a college level textbook, uh, three hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, I, I I can I can see that. 
Well, the problem that I see, though, with this hash emoji is that, you know, our base pair so far with our standard DNA are, you know, double bonded. And these new base pairs have triple bonds. So that would make it more complicated to integrate, I would think. But yet... Um, it to, would make to, it stronger, but... Well, to... Uh, to paraphrase uh galileo and yet they did and yet but only it inside moves. but only inside a lab at this point that is correct and therein lies the problem because it is in a lab in the early part of the 21st century this is experimental confirmed experimental in a laboratory environment which means it's possible and therein lies the problem we have the possibility of doing genetic testing on embryos when they are still simply multicellular globs that wouldn't even fit on the end of a of 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 clippies you know what i, I gotta be nice I gotta be nice um the end the end of clippies period that doesn't sound good either you know what whatever you, you, you <laughs> figure it from there uh so let's let's put it this way it's all fun and games till microsoft decides to sue yeah, you know what? And then I'll just bring up uh, Microsoft Bob for Windows 95 and they can just suck my anus. Uh, <laughs> the... I, I find the concept that people are upset when they hear about the potential to edit human DNA. And I think to myself, really, you're that upset that we're potentially taking something that is not becoming a human that has not received the necessary dose of other DNA and such that it can grow and become a human, or even if it has, it still hasn't reached any stages that we would classify it as human. And we're examining how the DNA works, which sections of it are causing autism, which ones are causing leukemia, which ones are causing, uh, Asperger's, uh, various uh, various versions of that, um, and so on and so forth. Down syndrome, um, angiosarcoma, you know, you name it, and they get upset by that. And now the pro-lifers, or I should say, the pro-birthers. Okay, fine, they're irrational. I understand that. I have met people who, like myself, say, "Hey, look, it's a bundle of cells. It doesn't have a brain. It doesn't have a heart. It doesn't have any of those things yet." Why the hell are you pissing on everything? And then when we get to the same, it doesn't have a heart, doesn't have a brain, doesn't have eyes, doesn't have any of that stuff yet. And we're getting into genetic engineering on it. Oh, crap. No, don't do that. And I was like, why not? It doesn't have a brain, doesn't have a heart, doesn't have, it's not conscious. It was like, screw you. It's, it's, we agreed. This is a bundle of cells. This is not a human being yet. Let's go to town and, and, and get this stuff knocked out so that no more children have to be born with childhood leukemia or develop childhood leukemia. 
no more kids have to be born with autism. No more kids have to be born with allergies that, oh my God, if they ingest this one little nut right here, they're dead. Hey, guess what? Yeah, I got that nice little twist. Yeah, let me, um, now that you brought that one out, let me uh, let me throw something out to all of you because um, I had a thought while we were at uh, over at CFI. We were talking about uh, the whole you know, the the idea of basically designer babies. You, you get the idea from that. And Bridget, uh, I'm expecting to have a a very professional. Um, I don't know what the right term for it would be, but uh, uh, it, I'm going to professionally horrify you with the idea that this actually came out of my head. So you all follow along with this one for a second. The idea of being able to work on human DNA in order to understand better what different aspects of DNA expression could be and could do to anticipate which ones and how change the idea of having the the entire internal organic organ structure reversed left to right. <laughs> okay. Do that. Uh, hold, 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 hold it, hold it, because uh, if you're horrified now, oh, okay, you'll you'll understand in a second why I'm having a hard time getting through this one because I, I I still can't believe that this one came out of my head. I don't understand why should be we should be horrified because of this. If the problem with the pro birthers the pro-life contingent is that life should be given the opportunity to be born and uh, aborting a fetus should never be the case because it deserves the opportunity to live. If, if human testing were allowed to continue whether in a live subject or in an artificial womb and the dna was specifically set to activate the gene set that makes a fetus not develop a brain so that the other stuff could be tested for body stuff. Well, that wouldn't develop a brain. How's it going to develop the rest of the body? Oh, it can. Have you not heard of anencephaly before? I thought there was still a brainstem with that. Not necessarily. Well, so, there comes some point where the, the you know <clears throat> the building blocks they've built, and then something kicks in to you know start its function pardon well it, at at um in the development process um yeah. the 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 embryo develops to a certain point like all the building blocks are put in place and there comes a certain point where something kicks in 
I'd call it almost a go-to routine uh, where it becomes quote-unquote alive. All right, so according to Wikipedia entry on encephaly, it basically boils down to part of the brain doesn't develop the part that has to do with cognition. Okay, so basically it doesn't have uh, the ability to be cognizant of anything that's going on. How long before the brainstem develops? Uh, is it well, it's saying that the tube defect closes 23rd to 26th day following conception. And that by closing a particular neural tube, or it's a failure in a neural tube defect. So it's not saying the spinal column, but in a neural tube. Uh, that leads to this disorder happening. But here's the thing. You, Sujin said no brain. This is saying partial. But is that a lie? It can't live independent of anything. Now, here's the thing. If you're trying to create a body so that you can transplant one brain to another, this is not going to work. So if that's what you were, your fear was, Sujin, uh, my brain's too big to put into something that tiny. How about um, replacement organs? Cloned Russell, organs? It depends on whether or not you can keep it alive. And if it doesn't have a brain, um, it's not a thinking thing. It's just a physical structure that resembles a human being in all the ways in the internal organs and everything else but the part that makes the whole thing human isn't there it's not human anymore hold that thought bridget brainstem what is it good for it's good for autonomic functioning and what is necessary in order to keep a body quote-unquote alive autonomic functioning but that would be your reptilian brain which means its entire job is to have the pulmonary system operating yeah. and um, maybe some digestion. Thermal regulation, things like that, but it's not going to be able to live outside of the body. Yeah, after it's born, it will die. Yeah, that part it does talk about in, in anencephaly, it's a, it a few hours live. to a few days. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you have to you have to remember that the brain is not um, it's not a unique functioning thing. It's consider it it's like routines and subroutines, like consider thought processes or even automation processes as individual modules. You've got modules working that keep us breathing. Like they're not they're working all on their own. Right. And that's the brainstem part that we were just talking about. Yeah. And uh, Stephanie is bringing up a good point, and and I was going to say, yeah. Let me let me let me cover that in a second. Stephanie was saying it would be cheaper and easier to clone organs separately. Correct. However, let me throw this wrench into the works. What about research purposes? Yeah. If you are trying to find out what DNA expresses what, what combinations express what. If the concern ethically is you should not do this to a living, breathing human, 
someone who would have to live for however long with whatever that express gene section is if you know how to specifically trigger non-personhood what is the ethical standard by which you have to judge whether or not you should be doing hachimoji gene encoding in what would otherwise be a human embryo to see what happens because if you're dealing without a, an actual human a piece of living tissue that could never have brain function because there was effectively no brain effectively where is the ethical line as to whether or not you should or could do that because could is something that could be even at this point they were saying in the video you had us watch that the hajimoji dna does not survive outside of laboratory conditions right currently. so currently the other thing the part of what you were asking that kind of got struck out to me is that hey what happens if we stick this in embryo uh genetics okay that is as simple as putting in the embryo genetics and seeing how the other dna interacts what the code now reads you could actually do that in potentially a digital environment literally a simulation based upon what we know because we've already mapped the human genome right agreed and as we discover more and more about how that mapping relates based on location because you know just because these two pieces of dna are the same it doesn't mean they do the same thing because they're because their positions will actually change what they do so with all this stuff if we had a complete understanding of where everything went and everything went uh did then we could say okay pull this into a simulator uh take this uh, uh synthetic dna and pop this in here and see what the simulator has to say and then do laboratory experiment but it doesn't mean you have to let the embryo come to term or become or or go past viability you can still manipulate the dna in these early stages and say oh look those changes that were predicted by simulation happen. So this simulation has a high probability of likelihood that if this was allowed to continue, this would be the results. We can actually have ethical study without requiring the embryo or the, to develop into a human that's gonna suffer from these changes, potentially. But a pro-birther would never go along with that either. Yeah, pro birther doesn't use logic to begin with, so no, they don't. They I would expect them to. They would uh, never go for that. No, because their 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 entire motive is um, ready-made answers. So there, there are pro birthers who think condoms are made by Satan. Right. That's well, the problem. That that may or may not necessarily be the case. I mean, you ever tried to pull on latex leggings? It's <laughs> Well, okay, good point. <laughs> wait, wait, yeah, what? Susan, you you have to shave first. Yeah, I know. Being Italian, that's that's liquid latex. That's a, that's a different discussion. We're we're talking you're about supposed that to put time. on the powder before you do that. You, well, again, again, we're not talking about me here. Okay, 
We're not talking about me and how I got that Brazilian all the way down. My, you know what? We're not talking about me. But you managed well, to get I, them I actually off, was right? not the talking whole... about you. There was a club I was at uh, a couple uh, months back, and I learned what? that. Moving, moving, moving. So, so here, here's here's the thing. The problem with trying to do DNA simulation, and I'm going back to Bridget on this one because I know what the answer is. Remember, you never ask the question if you don't know what the answer is already. Bridget, how many uh, how many ex uh, experimentations do we have that tell us? what gene expression with the new Hachimochi DNA structure is? Zero. We I have no way of knowing currently what those new expressions are going to be. <clears throat> Therein yep. rise, part of the problem. But at the, and the same time, we also don't have a complete understanding of our own genetics itself. True. Mm-hmm. True, and that's part yep. of the reason why I was and saying that. And that was part of what I was saying was, first we have to get to step one, which is understanding that when this clip of normal DNA in human biology resides at this point in this chain for, the, for these people, it results in this result. We have to get to that point. Then we can say, look, now that we have this and the experiments that we've been doing with just synthetic DNA in just a laboratory environment, not on humans, but just our own thing with the synthetic stuff and seeing what we could do with it and twist it and everything else. Now we can take this, put this in a digital environment, take the results of that, throw that of a digital environment and start to experiment in a digital environment. And yes, is it, is it, or, or I should say, no, is it going to give us, definitive answers right off the bat no it's not it is going to give us something that science always we always work with and that is ideas concepts premises hypotheses potential um paths to take potential paths to avoid predictions things that can be tested and agreed, you know, if you test something and it fails with and and it fails experiment, back to the drawing board. Agreed. Nobody said ever once said that trying new things was going to be not only easy, but without cost. The question is, how much cost are you willing to pay? Now, the way I see it. An egg is an egg, sperm is a sperm. They're not humans yet because they haven't met, they haven't formed, and they haven't taken the time to develop the brain, the heart, the, and all the other fun stuff that goes along with it. Not a human. They're parts. They're potential. But that's my viewpoint. And I know there are a lot of people who agree with me. I know, also know that there are an exceptional amount of people that disagree with me. And it's more than likely going to be that way for the rest of my life. So I posit this. We develop the tools. We work on the foundations of understanding what we can and let the future generations figure out how to take that approach. And before anybody starts to say that's uh, a cop-out or that's not ethical, I remind you of a one Professor Faraday who, upon showing off electromagnetism and how it 
changes the direction of a compass. His answer to, well, what is it good for? He was basically, I don't have idea one, but that's up for everybody else to figure out later. So keep that in mind. We have developed uh, things that we didn't know what they were immediately useful for, but we later on figured out what we could use them for. Sadly, us humans being very violent, we tend to turn things into weapons more often than not. Is the potential for abuse with CRISPR and everything else to make horrible, god-awful weapons, as the phrase goes? Yeah, we just about turned everything else into a weapon, for crying out loud. Why not? Yep, and before anybody thinks uh, of the most virulent strain of smallpox imaginable, I take it for you the opposite direction. What about a genetic strain of homo superior that is otherwise immune to stuff that would otherwise be, you know, vaccination necessaries or able to survive in higher radiation environments? A sexually or... transmitted cure for AIDS. Okay. I'm not saying that's the optimum way to do it, but imagine if it, if if suddenly a cure sprouted in the in the environment that that was as contagious as any other sexually transmitted disease, but has but all it does is attack the AIDS virus. No, I I, I get I get where you're going. It's just yeah. not not the not the avenue I was going down. I was talking about stuff like uh, from the old uh, Star Trek episode Space Seed. Khan and his people were genetically engineered super beings. They were stronger, faster, more resilient, more intelligent, more shrewd, and eventually they were also they were also, they were also designed for war. Exactly. So the idea of the long game warfare-wise for creating a new weapon of is something that could potentially happen with what we have currently. Never mind adding the Hachimochi into the whole equation, because we don't know what it does. And more importantly, um, and and Joey, I want to, I want to, I want to throw you into this one because uh, you're you're gonna you're gonna see where I'm going on this one really quickly. We have the ability of tinkering with the human genome with with pretty much any genome right now using the CRISPR system and mm -hmm. in with fairly good reliability we currently have as humans a coccyx coccyx okay coccyx. How, uh, sorry Bridget. <laughs> i said coccyx okay okay yeah. uh oh wait are we talking about the mongols again that's a different. That's a different pronunciation. We're talking I've, about the tailbone. Yes, <laughs> I, I've always pronounced it coccyx. I thought that's how it was pronounced. In any case, in any case, whatever that thing. Yes, the the vestigial tail fusing at the bottom of our spines. If if the expression for that was changed. Theoretically, humans could have tails again of some sort. Mm -hmm. They could be born. Um, still do. 
No, yeah. Yes, some are still born with them. Yeah. Yep. Now here's the thing, Joe, and and now you're going to see exactly where I'm going. Change the gene expression to have an actual tail. Activate the gene expression for a condition known as porphyria. What do you then have, or do you need the peanut gallery to tell you what porphyria is? I'm afraid I'm going to need you need the ladder there. Bridget, do you know? I'm cheating. I'm looking at the Mayo Clinic website. <laughs> just don't look at WebMD because oh that's God. just everybody that's has just, cancer on WebMD. That's just going to say you know cancer. Yeah. Short version. Porphyria is typically referred to as werewolf's disease. That's that was close to what I was coming up with. I was thinking the disease that uh, resulted in the pale skin and the incisors, and people assuming that the folks were vampires. There's actually two versions of it: the, the one that affects the skin, but there's another one that affects the nervous system. Yep. Mm -hmm. So. Here's the question that I'm posing over to you. Mm. You are a, oh God, I'm gonna paint these people in a really bad light. I'm using it as a thought experiment. I am not ragging on any particular person. You will understand where I finish off with this. You are you, someone, um, um, it doesn't matter who the hell it is. You are going to have a child. You are an other kin. You have decided oh, that your child should have a tail and fur, even though they are human. But it is part of the human genome, even though it is not expressed. Now you see where I'm going. What do you end up with at that point? designer babies i mean that's basically what it is i mean yeah you could activate the gene to uh give your baby your grandfather's eyes or you know uh if your baby's gonna have big ears you know you can go ahead and give them smaller ears or if you want your baby to have a tail go right ahead now there are of course limitations to that i really don't think we're ever going to find a way of you know incorporating the same genetics that allow sharks to just replace teeth indefinitely. No, uh, I, I think we should be looking into that personally because... Well, that's just you. As, 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 as I don't want to paint any dentists in a bad light, nobody likes going to the dentist. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair enough. But you see, the problem, the for 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 whatever reason, if if I've not made it perfectly plain for everybody at this point, yes, what I'm talking about are basically kids, human babies that yeah. have fur that cover ninety nine percent of their bodies with a tail. The idea that the Greeks had once upon a time ago of what the Minotaur would be because the Minotaur was a combination of a demi 
god i think is what it was mated with a bull and that's what you end up with it never ceases to amaze me that so many people are worried about designer babies and yet they choose to focus on that rather than focusing on let's wipe out all these other things let's wipe out the predisposition for alcoholism or leukemia or any of those things or or autism and yet they're like oh well somebody's going to make their kid look like a werewolf it's like but that's just it that's something it, they would be wiping <clears throat> out believe it or not that's it comes down to that it's it's the motive for making this decision is it for the let's call it a new being is it in the interest of their survival or is it in the interest of your own vanity and that still even if you're getting rid of those genetic dispositions that are otherwise unhealthy when they excuse me when they happen like alcoholism for instance i i say that as i as i burp from the stuff that i'm drinking um that is if you really boil it down that is a designer baby yeah even so but you see my, it's a designer you see baby my... if it's only available to some rather than making it available to all ah now there's hold it hold it there's the rub that i was hoping to get to who has the ability of getting it the wealthy bingo exactly as if they the, didn't already have enough advantages exactly exactly where i was hoping to finally get to and thank you so much for finally dragging it down over to that tech seriously i i was really trying to i, I was really hoping that we would finally get to it before i had to actually you know drag us kicking and screaming to it yeah exactly those that have the gold make the rules those that have the money to be able to have better babies are the ones that to get to propagate that later that lineage and to use an expression where's the fairness in that look at edward jenner the creator i can't he's dead uh, he created you could he just wouldn't have a very good view the vaccine against smallpox could have profited against it about it right yep nope didn't do so it's the same thing here you have the potential for profit and sticking it to people unless they have X amount of dollars and all that other crap. But you also have people who could take the right actions and prevent that from happening. The people, you know, it, it depends. It really does. And who knows? Maybe if we let the rich be vain enough that they start giving their kids mensa level iqs and these kids come out and go wow my parents are really dumb the shit they're doing is causing global climate change and causing uh, the poor and everything you know to to be downtrodden and middle class to become poor and 
we need to change this shit. Well, I can't let my parents know, so I'll work in the background and change this shit. Granted, yeah, I'm looking at the, the potential positive side of things. But you got to look at the positive side of things. You, you can be a realist all you want. But there's a saying, you know, prepare for the worst, but hope for the best. It all comes down to, you know, as humans, we have the ability of choice or the illusion of anyways, but that's another road we won't go down. Yeah. Tell me about it. um, Because, you know, most animal species, they're, they're, they're victim to their own programming. If they have an advantage, um, it's their environment that's going to decide whether, you know, first off, what is an advantage and what's not. Um, it's their environment that's going to decide how they succeed or not. But we as humans, we have a choice. If we have something uh, we consider an advantage, we have the choice of whether to share it or exploit it. Yep. Here's a good one for you. What kind um, of socialist bullshit you talking about? Oh, it gets better than that. Hey, Joe, in, in, enjoy this idea. Uh, Bridget, oh, yeah, smallpox. Like Smallpox eradicated 1973, I think, 75, something like that. Okay. And that was done through an inoculation project worldwide. It was, it, it was everybody getting, uh, it, everybody getting vaccinated against it so that everybody would have the ability of, of countering it with their own, uh, with, with their own uh, antibodies and such. Mm-hmm. So far, so good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, let's say that in the future, genetic manipulation of all fetal embryos for IVF, artificial insemination, mm-hmm. are intentionally manipulated to already genetically have that resistance would that be a boon to our species as a whole well it would but it would be expensive it would it would but if it was simply done as just a a matter of course it was just part of it all you would theoretically have a, a new strain of humans that were specifically genetically predisposed to being able to repel smallpox. Yeah, but at, as much as it costs, you're not going to have that available to all. There's just no way for it to be. True, true. But it would be available to those that would be able to afford Yeah. IVF. I, I am using the right acronym, right? I've, I've, IVF is extremely expensive, though. Yes, but that's 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 exactly my point. Those that can't afford it, if it was just simply an extra, let's say it's a CRISPR thing of like $100, it wouldn't be that much of an extra strain at that point, really, if you're talking tens of thousands of dollars. So the point being that you would have a new strain of human. And yes, it would be beneficial to the human race as a whole because that genetic trait 
would propagate out over time. Here's the problem. What if there were kids that then years later were told we need samples of your blood because you have specific antigens against something new that came. I didn't ask for this. Who then gets to decide, well, you were manufactured in a lab, so we have access to you because you're a product of our work. We've patented your DNA sequence, so we are allowed access to it. And before you think I'm going off the deep end, I'm pretty sure that's something that has actually cropped up before as a, a question that has happened in the labs already. That seems more a rationalization than anything because um, it comes down to a question of um, who's going to decide, you know, and who is going to decide for someone else who can decide for themselves? Do you see uh, what I'm saying? I'm not sure that I do. How can, how can one autonomously thinking being decide for another autonomously thinking being what's good for it or not? Because if you have the ability to decide for yourself something, you should have that quote-unquote right. Like, who's to decide for others what's good for them when they can decide for themselves? But at the stage of conception, there is no way for the subject to be able to choose for itself. You I'm can't retroactively... the stage of conception. No, I'm, I'm, I'm saying the, this... You were talking about a lab situation. I guess you're talking about who, lab, who owns the right to that person. Yeah, like the lab is basically saying, we own you so we can do what we want with you. And, uh, they, you know, that's 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 morally unacceptable because the, the person they say they own is capable of deciding for itself what's good or bad for itself. Right. Uh, and I'm, I'm trying to remember, I'm going to have to go looking it up. I I'm pretty sure the piece that I'm remembering was a lab that was trying to patent the 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 system for breast cancer. Shit, I forgot exactly what it was. But, uh, you bring up a good point because uh, there was one point at the at the 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 onset of the uh, the advent of. Uh, genetic sequencing. There were certain companies trying to patent certain genetic sequences. Is no. that still an actual thing? I think. I think. I think that's the one that I'm thinking of in particular. Right. Yeah, I, it's just been a long time. I've forgotten what's actually happened with that particular. Like there was some sort of wave of like a like... copyright panic where they were trying as fast as they were discovering uh, what genetic sequencing certain genetic sequences did. Um, they were well, they were patenting them as fast as they could. As fast, I, as I don't, I don't remember off the top of my head, but didn't, didn't, uh, 
wasn't wasn't there a big hullabaloo political hullabaloo back with the uh when they were dealing with dolly and whatnot uh they were questioning you know ethics based on cloning and whatnot and didn't they say that you just can't copyright dna um yes but that was something that had to go through the courts through a lot of finagling oh, well yes yes I, I remember there being a big hullabaloo about that. Oh, hell yeah. And if memory serves, I believe Dolly was the seventh attempt, I think. Something like that. And don't even get me started on the whole, uh, in the in the late 70s, some religious wackadoo group of UFO believers who claimed that they had a, a fully genetically engineered uh, human child. Uh, I, I, all I remember is that they had uh, really large gold chains with some kind of giant medallion, and, and pass that. I don't remember who the hell or what the hell that was. It was just freaky. It was, it was National Enquirer type freak ass. Yeah. So you go from there. I don't remember uh, who that was. It's, it's hard to, it's hard to imagine. We no longer have Bat Boy or anything like that. Oh, yes, we do. It's called Rudy Giuliani. Have you looked at him recently? <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. By the way, before anybody gets on my shit about it, it's a stolen joke. Somebody else went ahead and made the comparison already. Shut up. Anyway. Rudy's got a sense of humor, or else he wouldn't be in his position. I'm sorry. You, you mispronounced the word dementia. Good try, though. Very good. <laughs> Very good. Yes. He only makes cameos based on jokes at his expense. The only the only reason someone like Giuliani is in the position he is is that his voters are even stupider than he is. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I I got something interesting over on the over in the chat. Uh, by the way, Kato, hi. Uh, Quote, there was a dark cover-up about test tube kids with colorful hair and eyes being killed by the government. Uh, uh, I'm uh, ho ho Hold that thought, hold that thought, hold that thought. My question for these types of statements is, and will now forever be, if it was killed by the government so that no one ever finds out about it, how did you find out about it? Just gonna leave that one there for the time being. Just saying, if we can, if we can literally put a cruise missile up somebody's rectum from three continents away, uh, we okay. have the technology. Okay, I'm, I'm, uh, okay. We have the technology means we have FedEx shipping for 55 gallon drums of KY jelly. <laughs> I'm not going to go ahead and talk any further about it. And for anybody that's wondering, yes, that actually is a thing. Joey and I both talked about it once upon a time ago. We talked about it on this on this show too. Yes, 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 we did. Yes, we did. And. What a glorious moment it was to find out that the shipping on that was only about 17 bucks. Wow, that's cheap. Yeah. Tell me about it, man. We had a we had a we had a good night with that one. 
That's not not that kind of a good night. We had a good night talking. Shut no, up, Shujin. I never want you to discuss how good a night we had over a fifty-five gallon okay, drum of blue. We're not we're, 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 we're not we're not talking about that now. We're <laughs> all I ask is for a classy. You brought this show. on yourself. I no. You invaded Poland. Yeah, some people get that reference and you know, screw y'all. <laughs> oh, you know, get down from there. This is, this is what happens. I anyway. will be back. I have to go uh, elevationally adjust my feline. Okay, so while Joe is going ahead and, and, and tinkering with his pussy, uh, Stephanie had gone ahead and put... I would venture to suggest that we do not have the technology to create such a kid. Here's the thing. And I say this yet again. At the dawn of the 21st century, the operative word is yet. That's the big thing. That's the big difference of the whole damn thing. Because as we know full well, finding information is one thing. Applying it is entirely a different matter. Because it's incredibly difficult to figure out how it's going to be, be applied. But as Tech pointed out, we have a bad tendency of weaponizing pretty damn much everything that we know what to do with. I mean, shit, we figured out how to weaponize uh, water. Thank you, Super Soaker Company. That, that was very nice. I think it's Nerf that owns them now? Shit, there's a whole lot of Yeah, thing. Nerf owns uh, Super yeah, Soaker. Super yeah. yeah, go figure that. Anyway, we're getting uh, we're getting down to the uh, to the end of it all. And uh, matter hey, of fact, man. I'm... We weaponized, done... we weaponized bats. Yes. Yes, that's true. That's true. And it was, it was not, it was, that was not a good, that was not a good idea. I mean, come on. The, uh, yeah, in recent history, we've weaponized everything from Metallica to <laughs> well, Panama. Panama. Remember, power, Panama. Panama. Remember, General Noriega. Yes, you were listening to Panama for the last four hours. And what's up next? Panama. For those of you that think that I'm exaggerating and making a joke, no. He's not. I'm not. But yeah, um, not every attempt at weaponization has proven fruitful. If you uh, <laughs> if you doubt me on this, uh, the dogs oh, go ask the Russians. Yes, the 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 anti tank dogs, right? Yes. And uh, by the way, um, this is not the alcohol talking, but. I will take off my hat, my my hat, for those poor, poor innocent little dogs. Actually, I don't think they were that that little. I don't remember what they were using. I don't. I don't know. Well, considering they had uh, anti tank mines strapped to them. Uh, yeah. Yeah, they were that that they were. I mean, we're not talking Leica here. No. No, and Leica's another one. But that's a, that's a whole thing. Uh, for for Leica. No, no, the uh, the the mines. Yeah, yeah. There's there's that. There's that. 
Anyway. Though we did find a we did find a way to weaponize mice without even trying. Eh? The Black Plague? No. Uh. Well, yes. That that's could be. Yeah, well, right well, we did we did uh, weaponize. Nature took care of that for us. Specifically, uh, in in the spring following the first winter of the Nazi invasion of Russia, the Nazis discovered uh that. Russian field mice really like the taste of fine German engineered wiring. Oh, which is why a lot of German tanks and uh, hardware broke down. You know, there are, there are people that have uh, that have rabbits in their houses and um, have discovered that. Uh, going wireless is is the way to go for a lot of stuff. Can't imagine so, why. So so now you now you can imagine why Feifel's family had to abandon. <laughs> yes. By the way, uh, Bridget, it it's it's not just uh, rabbit owners that have that happen, is it? <laughs> no, uh, ferrets like to chew things as well. I believe the uh, I believe the operating uh, the operating statement at this point is mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. pretty much. That's sorry, wow. <sighs> three o'clock. We were at late today. No, no, no. It's 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 one o'clock. So now's the time for us to go ahead and close up shop. Uh, for those of you that are wondering, yeah, we know it, it's 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 just about time to throw the, America the because we're a we're a progressive nation, except when it comes to archaic forms of time management. Yeah, which which means Wait, just going to do you, do you like savings time happen during the show? It, oh, yeah. It's actually happening uh, now over here on the East Coast. Oh, so we have one more hour. You know what? No, 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 no. no. no, no. It's <laughs> fall back, spring forward. We lost an hour. We should have ended two hours ago. Yeah. So uh, my apologies. I was I was thinking something and looking at something, and on my computer right now it says it's three o five, which normally should have been two o five. And I was I said one o five in my head, and I was thinking of it wrong. So yeah, we're it's 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 about that time. Also, we went one hour overtime. Yes. That was a fast hour. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Isn't it just like a guy to go ahead and do that to you, Bridget? <coughs> Everything's relative. Why you do know, you think that's the problem only Bridget has? Uh, <laughs> Why only uh, guys? Because <laughs> guys really don't care. Are you assuming my Hey, we care. <laughs> we care a lot. Not, not all of us, admittedly, but then again, not all women do either. <laughs> it's, it's it's fair, that's fair. So we we need to we need to go and ahead yeah, and I, close up I job. Did faith no more right there? We care. That's perfectly fine. Let me yeah. let me go ahead and let me go ahead and 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 give you guys uh, all a, a last shot. Joseph, was there anything that uh, you wanted to get out uh, before we go ahead and uh, close up here? Nope. Fine. Good. Nice and simple <laughs> that way. Tech. Nice of you to show up early. Go go. Any, anything that you didn't uh, you didn't get out that you want to go ahead and get out at this point, speech wise, hmm. speech wise, that's not going to get us sued. Uh, all I'm saying is, 
it, it's going to take time to answer these questions. We have to learn a lot about ourselves. We have to learn a lot more about our technologies. We have to analyze our own societies. We have to do the things that require maturity that we as a species are just not very mature about. And the only way is time, patience, and moving forward. I'll go with that. Joey, any last item? I go to sleep now. Uh, almost. Almost. I'll, I'll hurry it along. You got to remember, I'm in the middle of getting ready for moving, which means I'm lugging a lot of heavy shit around. Fair enough. And, and thank you for being able to make it. Bridget, uh, anything, any last item that you want to go ahead and throw out there? Mm, nope. Not nice, any. nice and simple. Okay, so oh, I may, maybe I, I may have one thing. I, I may be moving to the country for a while. So. Oh yeah, you did. You did mention that. Uh, I think last week, yeah. week before. So you might be able to see me on video. Oh, okay. In a oh, castle environment. Ooh. Yeah. Up until the English show up. Actually, I was thinking more along the lines of Iron Maiden. Some, now, some, now some when does uh, now when that can be arranged? Now all we have to do is try to get Chris back on the uh, show and then have him go down there. I've 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 considered, I've considered. Uh, we we shall we shall see. Y'all y'all welcome. You are not allowed to say y'all. You understand why? that? What do you, what do you mean why? He's Canadian. He's not allowed to say that. Oh. Who decides? Look, Why? none of us, none of us live in a proper latitude to be using the term y'all. Y'all, that's true. The only one would be Ms. Ashley, and even she ain't showed up her ass here. To, to be perfectly honest, however, I really don't want to see her ass, but, but that's, that's but, just me. But what? I'm from the Maybe? South, and you can't take the South out of the girl. I could say y'all. I could say all y'all. Can you put the south into somebody else? No. Oh, I'm not touching uh, the no, uh, no, 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 no. Stop, 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 stop. No. <laughs> no. 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 And how much pressure would that require? <laughs> no. 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 Shame on you. Some people get that. Death battle. You're welcome. Well, that's uh, uh, the shame part is in your head, sir. Whatever you were thinking. Uh, <laughs> bless your heart. Oh, you know what? Remember, <laughs> behind every bless your heart is a teeny tiny fuck you. <laughs> Thank you, Seth Andrews. Thank you so much. I actually have an audio clip of that on my phone. <laughs> make that your new ringtone right there. All right. So, um, as a, as a, as the last item that was over here on uh, on the uh, on the on the chat. Uh, Doc Waxon, which, by the way, hi, man. Good to see you. Uh, uh, where is the piece over here? Uh, oh, sorry. Stephanie had put, I agree, Shujin. I agree, Shujin. I should have put yet on my statement. Yeah, that's 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 something I'm actually going to use as, as, as my uh, part of my closing. But Doc Waxon had said, quote, here's a completely harmless new thing we've discovered. Let's find out how to kill people with it. Yeah. Um... 
I'm I'm going to go ahead and and use the example of the cane toad in Australia, an otherwise seemingly innocuous idea. That's just bad. You don't know about the cane toad. You should really look it up, and or, then go out driving just, really really lot, or just. Go on YouTube and just look up Australians versus cane toads and see just how much vitriol a human being can produce. What yes. is a cane toad? What, wait, wait, what? What's a cane toad? Uh, it is a speed bump in Australia. It is several hundred million speed bumps in Australia. Okay. Basically, sure. it is a it is a invasive species that was introduced to Australia. I don't remember exactly why it was, whether it was an accident or whether it was no, no, it, it was uh, it was it was completely intentional. The idea was that they were supposed to have eaten some other, uh, yeah, something or other that was supposed to be a problem. They, they were intended as natural pest control and being an invasive species with no natural predators in Australia. It became something of an issue. Hmm. That's putting it mildly. You can uh, you can you can make a very good living by uh, stabbing them with. Uh, you know how uh, people go out into the park with the with the stick with a needle on the end of it and just you know pick up uh, pick up stuff. Yeah, you can you can you can get a, a pretty penny just by going out there and uh, delivering carcasses, hundreds of thousands of carcasses, and hardly make any kind of a dent in the population. And then you just do that for a couple of weeks till you have enough money saved up to rent a steamroller for a day or two. Yeah, and even that's not going to do anything for it, but that's all the thing. Uh-huh. And then and then you end up with the same situation as having all those rubber chickens in the uh, in the buyout bin in the store. <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole other thing. Anyway, to uh, to finish it off. What Stephanie had said, I should have put yet on my statement. Oh, good Lord, ain't that the case? If there's one thing that we've learned, we humans scientifically are absolutely astounding at being able to discover new things. It takes time sometimes. And the processes that we have to find stuff is absolutely mind-bending and esoteric the idea that we can see sub microscopic well uh, again don't know if it's an animal don't know if it's what it is but a virus mm-hmm. with being able to image it with something that is not light uh- exactly our abilities in everything terms, is light our abilities in terms of advancement in technology have far outstripped our abilities in uh, sociological um, advancement after all we've been flying for well over a hundred years now and yet the people of Puerto Rico still cannot cast a vote for the president yeah that's a, that's a that's a that's a whole other that's a whole other threefer right there, but be that as it may. The idea of adding yet at this point is both an incredibly heartwarming idea 
and bone-chilling idea all simultaneously. What we have to look forward to is absolutely amazing. The idea that 10 years ago, the idea of the term gamma knife didn't exist. And if you were to ask about it 10 How years ago, somebody would have gone ahead and said, oh, sure, correct. that's something That's something from Bruce Banner, right? Yeah, correction. Didn't exist outside of comic books. Yeah, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me finish so we can close out here. But now it's a treatment for cancer. And it's a real thing. The idea that we have the ability of changing the very structure of the blocks that build life as we know it in a method that could do great, great strides forward in evolution is tantalizing, but simultaneously is simply thrilling to the point of sheer madness. Yes, in future, it is entirely possible that there will be a strain of Homo sapien that will be immune to various other diseases because there will be another Spanish flu that will kill who only knows how many millions upon millions of people and the ones that survive are the ones that were genetically predisposed to fund it off or were affluent enough to be able to survive because they could afford treatment. But we have things that are tantalizingly close to reality, no longer science fiction, that we can almost grasp and use as a species globally with nary an idea as to what it will end up doing long-term, biologically, sociologically, economically. We don't know what the outcome of it all is going to be. And part of that is why the, quote, human condition is important to study. All the ideas of morality be damned as far as to ethics in the lab. Whatever ends up happening will happen eventually, one way or another, because somebody is going to go ahead and do it, whether they're supposed to or not. The biggest question of it all is, what are we going to do collectively as a species when that happens? Because we don't know what it's going to do. We don't know what it's going to affect. But it's going to be that one person to start off with. Are they going to be treated as a human or as a zoological freak without the benefits of being treated with the human dignity and rights that they would otherwise deserve? Science fiction is really good 
about giving us an opportunity to look through that lens. Yep. Let's hope that we have the opportunity of looking through that lens for a very long time yet until we can understand where we should end up when that point finally happens. With that, time for us to go ahead and call it a night. As always, everybody, thank you very much for being with us. We hope that you found something worthwhile in all of our perspectives and found something worthwhile to really think about and talk about with some folks for yourselves later. Over there in the chat, again, thank you guys. Doc Waxon, Stephanie, Cato, and I think that's all that we've got over there because that's that's all that's been ch chiming in over there. Uh, for those that might be worried about uh, Phyllis, she's had other stuff going on this weekend that's gotten her busy, so don't worry. It's not anything that's wrong with her. I knew that she wasn't going to be here, so Phyllis, just so you know, thinking about you. So thank you, everybody. Joseph, Thank you very much for your time this morning. And um, yeah, we're gonna be uh, we're gonna be changing our time for the next show. So you got two weeks to uh, get adjusted for that when it finally happens. So thanks for being with us tonight, this morning, I should say. If you're there, Joseph, are you there? <clears throat> are you free? <laughs> that that's called uh, commando nowadays. Yeah guessing there you are thank you for being able to make it joseph hello well okay that's it the whole show's ruined thank you yeah we'll come we'll come back around because if i did say that you unmuted yourself but we're not hearing anything we'll uh, come back around for you in just a second tech thank you very much uh you have yourself a uh, good morning uh enjoy your one hour less of sleep tonight and the, the worst part is is that um satisfactory has the open alpha access going on right now i have one of the keys and so it's just like i have until such and such day before the key wears off and then i'm locked in until they release it to early access stage and it's just like <gasps> I just lost an hour. Uh, so, hasta la bye bye, people. Okay. Joey, you uh, you 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 tried not to go through a whole bottle of Tylenol because I I know you're not even going to be bothered. So, you, you, good luck. Stay stay safe down there, man. You take care of yourself. I know. I know. I'll get you out of here shortly. Still, thank you. Thank you very much. Fine, I'll take I'll take it as that. Joseph, did you get back? Can can we say proper good night to you? Hello. Uh, ah, can there you, you are. Yes, yeah, okay. now, now we can. Thank now, you for being able to make it this morning. Yeah, thank you. And uh yeah, sorry, I froze up there for a moment. I don't know why exactly. Fair enough. But glad you're able to make it. And Bridget, thank oh. you very kindly. What? What? Uh, there's is there a show next week? I wanted to say see you next week, but uh... Uh, there will not be. Oh, good, because that's so, going to be uh, St. Patty's Day. Yeah, that works out fine. No I'll show see. on St. Patrick's Day. I'll explain in a moment, Bridget. 
thank you for your time. You have yourself a good morning. Don't kill the ferrets. I'll try not to. Step on little carpet shorts. Is somewhere between five and ten years, but that's a little iffy at times. Just saying. Fair enough. So, people want to find you. You can find me on Facebook, Bridget Fitch, or find me at my blog, BridgetFitch2112.wordpress.com. As always, folks, if you'd like to uh, check all of our uh, past episodes and subscribe to the audio-only version of the show or find all of our contact links, take a swing over to holycrapthevlogcast.com. You can go ahead and uh, check all that stuff out uh, if you're still using G+. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, if you'd like to leave us a voicemail message, of course, the voice line is still always open. That's 859-HCTV-554. 859-4288-554. And, of course, if you'd like to drop a couple of dollars to uh, help offset some of the uh, uh, hosting costs, that's over at patreon.com slash hctv. Thank you very much on that one. Uh, And as I was saying, yes, next week, no show. Because I'm going to be up in Toronto. I cannot host a show. I'm going to be busy DJing, as a matter of fact. Uh, Probably, no, I'm sorry. I will be doing photography at this point next week up in Toronto for Fernal Equinox. Uh, of course, without a heretic woman, that makes it a little bit difficult because that's, well, that is what it is. And we did get word that Dallin is going to be getting uh, the bonus check that he richly deserves soon. So probably sometime this upcoming week, in which case, Dallin, congratulations. We're proud for you. You deserve more dollars than what you're probably going to get anyway. But uh, I do not expect him to be ready to go ahead and host a show next week. So we'll just call off next week and we'll just move on to uh, the following week. So the week of the 17th, no show. After that, the week of the 34th, what? No, wait, what is it going to be at that point? It will be the 6th, 7th, 6th, 7th, 7th. No, I'm looking too far ahead, 24th. God, see, this is what happens. I cannot read maps. I Sometimes I can't read numbers. Yeah, just in time for my birthday. Yay! Yes, well, congratulations on that. You're still older than me, so... <laughs> Yes, Uh, for those of you that were wondering, yes, I hit 50 on this past Monday, so... Holy smokes, you're old. Yeah, you know what? And instead of going out and uh, getting myself a... uh, a, a... The balls? What the hell was that? And shaft. And for those of you that are wondering, no, I did not go out and buy myself a, a new car. I have now replaced my S5 with a literally hot off the presses S10. Yes, this is the first time I've actually treated myself. Uh, actually, I've dropped it a couple of times, but then again, this is this is Pergo flooring, so it's not that bad. Uh, I have never had a brand new phone, so this is kind of new for me. It's kind of fun. It's kind of new. And... Um, I, I don't know, man. We'll see. Joe and I are going to have to have uh, have have words, and uh, we'll, don't worry about it. It's, it's all good stuff. But otherwise, 
you guys take care of yourselves and uh, thanks for being with us we will see you in two weeks and if you have to find yourself in toronto next weekend for fertile equinox i will be djing friday night and saturday afternoon so if you have to be up there and you want to pop in you're probably gonna have to pay your way in but if you want to ask for me feel free i'll be more than happy to go ahead and say hi so until the next time we get together of course as always i wish you all the peace i no longer have i wish you the strength that i've learned i wish you well and my lady it's almost 14 years later i am still in love Matane Fujin. i love you i miss you dream of me so the next time we get together everyone as always good night you've been listening to holy crap the vlogcast feel free to leave a comment at the show's website at holycrapthevlogcast.com where you'll also find links to our facebook youtube and twitter pages theme music is twisted by kevin mcleod available at incompetech.com and on behalf of all of us here thank you for listening